Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Marriage and Martinis is brought to you today by myruggable.com slash marriage. And I love being the house that everyone comes to hang out at. I've always said I wanted my house to be so comfortable for people to really feel like they could relax when they came over. Ruggable is so great because if for some reason there's a spill or the kids chase one another inside with mud on their shoes and get the rug dirty, I don't have to worry. Ruggable rugs are machine washable. Throw them in the wash, throw them in the dryer, lay them back out like new. Even an 8x10 area rug fits in a standard washer dryer. All Ruggable rugs are resistant to spills and stains. Pour coffee, wine, juice, just about anything without the stress. They're also non-toxic, making them completely safe for your kids and pets. Check out their designer-created styles ranging from boho chic to traditional to modern, all made in the U.S. So go to myruggable.com marriage. That's myruggable, R-U-G-G-A-B-L-E, dot com slash marriage to get 15% off your order and free shipping will be automatically applied to your purchase. MyRuggable.com slash marriage for 15% off. Hey guys, welcome to Marriage of Martinis. I'm Adam and here's Danielle. Hi. Well, you started that fast. I wasn't quite ready. Hey guys, welcome back no, to Marriage and Mark. I meant you just like all of a sudden turned it on and started. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we're doing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but I, I I, didn't feel like I had any more. Well, I, I just said to you two seconds ago, I, I, I have not been drinking hard liquor for a, for a while now and... I was ready for you about an hour ago and you said, no, we need, I need time to work on your questions, work on everything. And I said, oh shit, I started drinking already. It's time to get recording. And you said, no, I need an hour. Mm -hmm. So damn. Are you drunk already? (laughs) My tolerance has gone away. Oh, wow. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. We'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. What you got? Oh, Jesus. I told you. Um, well, first of all, I want to remind everybody, we, I haven't said this in a long time, to please it, make sure that the subscribe button is hit on your uh, whatever device it is you're using. Um, and not just for us, but for any podcast you listen to, it really helps. And it's you don't have to listen to all the episodes if you don't want to, but it's just a really great way to help us out. And please, if you haven't rated and reviewed us yet and you are enjoying what you hear and you're getting something out of it, please, please take a minute. What are you laughing at me for? <laughs> Why are you starting with this instead of ending with it? Because I just feel You've like, heard. I feel like, but I don't know. I feel like maybe right now while people are listening, if they're at their desk or whatever, they just do it right now. Right. We'll just hit that subscribe thing. Yeah, the, the thing. Yeah. The thing. Hit the thing, yeah. please. And then rate and review also if you can. And that would be really helpful to us. Oh, one more thing. Okay. Don't ask too much of everybody listening. 
I'm not. Okay. This is not asking anything of anyone unless they want to. I am going to be in Atlanta on October 13th. Wow. Uh, which Adam let me know last night when I asked him to change my flight that it was going to cost an extra $200. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what you don't think about. And you just say, oh, by the way, I have to change my flight. Yeah, I do. Not thinking about the cost to do okay. so or. But you could just say, okay, sweetie, no problem. I'll uh, do that for you. Of course, I could say that. Yeah, you but- could. Mm. All right, mm. let's save this for the next. Uh, mm, what? Uh, we'll save it for another episode. I, I don't know that I want to say. I know, it but I have it annoyed a, the shit out well, of me. I know it did, but I have a topic in mind that I think I want to use that one for. So I don't, I don't want to use it now. You don't get to pick the topic. Oh, I'm picking the topic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, no. <laughs> fighting episode part two. Yeah, I think every episode is could be a, <laughs> yep. could be a fighting episode. So, and they're gonna uh, Good Moms Bad Choices are doing a live show in Atlanta. If you listen to our Good Moms Bad Choices episode, then you know they are awesome. They are even better in person. We can both attest to that. We should do like a live show with them together. I am going to be there. You're not. Damn. Mm-hmm. Tell them to come out here. You're not a good mom. You do make bad choices. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but you are not a, bad, so a good mom. I fit half the bill and I can contribute 50%. Fine. Yeah. Good. Tell them to come out here. Let's do a live show with them. Sure. Was, I would love that. Oh, they're so fun. They are so fun. Yeah. And they are going to be in Atlanta. If you are in the Atlanta area or will be October 13th, uh, I have to double check. I'm not prepared to tell you where or when, although there is a place and a time. I will do that another time or check on Instagram. I'm going to be uh, posting and I will also put it in our email. If you're not subscribed to our email, do that. But if you're interested in coming and having an awesome night with Good Moms, Bad Choices and a little bit of me, then come. Okay. 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 Uh- can I come? Nope. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, because uh, we already have to spend the extra money now on changing my flight. Well, so. So I was going to be able to come enjoy myself, but now I can't because you have to change your flight. Yeah, I don't want you there. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I want to be there. Mm-mm. All right. Anyway, monogamy. That's right. Yeah. Monogamy and more. Oh, what's the more? Uh, Did you give uh, me any questions? other th- things besides monogamy? Oh, I was not aware of. That's okay. And more. That's okay. Okay. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> what you got? You are. Uh, go ahead. You do this every fucking episode. There you have the question. All right. That's it. Right so there. we're five minutes in. We're just going to get right to it. No more chit chat. Yeah. Just get right to it wow. because I have a lot for this episode. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, we might need to do a bonus because I have so much information. Oh, are we going to add a bonus to this episode? Well, I was thinking about it. We'll see how it goes. Well, do you want to explain what that means? No, not now. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah. Do you think monogamy is a social construct, or is this really just the way we are meant to be? Yeah, I'm assuming everybody knows what monogamy is. You want to explain it real quick? Just uh, you uh, marry one person or with one person, supposedly for your entire life. I think it all stems from originally the idea, and I'm sure it comes from a ton of different places, but Adam and Eve, and you know, the back in Adam took what his rib or something well, that's, and made that's Eve. All, the, the Bible is how old? Do you know? Uh, I, I think it depends on what your beliefs are on okay. how old it is. Because this, the stats that I have go way back beyond the Bible. Right. Yeah. But, but, but I also, for monogamy, you mean? Yes. Yeah. But I think people also think that the whole Adam and Eve thing is sort of the beginning of monogamy. Okay. Well, all right. This is getting a little religious, so we should probably back away, steer away from that. Well, I'm not saying whether or not it's, I'm not saying anything negative about it. I'm just saying that's where a lot of people get their I I understand that. But 
but there's so many years in between what some people believe when life started versus when the Bible well, says life started. Well, I let you take started. care of the scientific part of it all. So okay. uh, we'll get to that. But so, yeah. So do you believe it is a social construct? Um, what was the rest of that question? You're asking if we're meant to be monogamous naturally. Like, do, is I that be- how- do you believe that? As a science guy, I'm interested in your beliefs on this. Okay. I, I don't believe it's natural in humans. I, I don't think it's a, a thing built into our DNA that says, okay, you're born, meet a, a partner, a girl or a boy or whatever it may be, and you stay with them for the rest of their lives. I don't think that's the way we were made to be because only 3 to 5% of the roughly 5,000 species of mammals, including us as humans, are known to form lifelong bonds. Okay, so three to five percent of mammals are monogamous. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a very low number, don't you think? Yeah, for sure. Okay, the modern monogamous culture has only been around for just a thousand years. Okay, so this is why I was saying I don't want to talk the Bible versus evolution. If you're talking evolution, you know we're seventy-five million years old as humans. Okay. For the Bible, we're 5,000 years old as humans when Adam and Eve came to be. So you just answered your own question. Is that how old the Bible is? 5,000? Isn't it? Something like that? I, I don't I, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't want to claim to I say. I do want to do a religion episode. Oh, and no. we'll do. No, it's not oh no. I'm more <laughs> personally uh, about. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah that's fine. But it, it's tough to answer this question because people of faith believe in the Bible wholeheartedly. And people of science believe in evolution wholeheartedly. Like, I don't want to choose sides. I don't want to say what we believe. Okay, so believe. personally, you okay. believe. So personally for me, I go with the science evolutionary-based progress of humans. Okay, So to say 75 million years ago when people were first actually becoming people from primates— um, we were not monogamous. That's just not how we began. Uh, but I want to get into that a little bit more later. Okay. Okay. So I just want to keep it brief for now. Um, you don't believe that there's one person for everyone? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Except for me, of course, because you're the one for me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but as a species, for a lot of other reasons, no, I don't believe that we are meant to be monogamous. Mm-hmm. I have a lot more that I have here, but I want to get into it a little bit later. Okay. So what about you? Yeah, I, I can't look at it scientifically because I don't know shit about science. Um, I can only look at it from the standpoint of, I think personally... When I was growing up, uh, I think that I grew up in a very traditional household. Um, I think in some ways we were progressive, but I think in most things we were pretty traditional. We've spoken about my dad as a religious man. Um, My parents met at 14 years old and 16 years old and have been together for 54 years, married, you know, longer than that together, but you know, married at 21, kids at 23, um, just everything. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. My dad went to work. Like, just we were a very traditional household. And I think I never knew anything outside of 
you meet somebody. Yeah. You're going to get married. I have that too. You're going to have kids. I kn- I didn't even know of, you know, now you hear about polyamory and all these other, I knew there were people, I knew about polygamous cultures, maybe as, as looked at as, you know, polygamous, not polyamorous, polygamous right. meaning, you know, you see the, the, uh, I, the, the pictures of the old man with 13, you know, four 13 year old wives and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I knew about that as being, um, what's the word I'm looking for as being, uh, uh, when something- Wait, while you're thinking of that word, yeah. I, I just want to preface this with, by the way, we're in the northeast of the United States. Yeah. Very heavily populated Western cultured area. So what we're talking about is what we've seen, known, oh, yeah. and grew well, up with. I just want to make sure about. people understand what where seen. we come from. And I'm not saying now that this is what I believe at all. I know all. that. I just, want to, I just want people to understand where we come from, that whether we agree or disagree with the things that we're saying, this is why we are the way we are. That's all I'm because saying. Of where this we live. is what I know. Yes. Yeah. I, I just want people to know who we live. There's people all over the world that listen. How so. you were raised. Absolutely. And and I, I'm gonna get into soon about how I feel about this, but but I do think that as I when I was growing up, it there just was no there was no, oh, maybe I'll be polyamorous and 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 find myself in a situation where I'm in love with three people and will I'll be in an open relationship and I'll be with one person this day. And polyamory is such a a general concept with so many different branches and and ideas and everything. But, but what I'm saying is that monogamy is the only thing I knew. Yeah. Well, we grew up in, like I just said, in New Jersey, New York area of the United States in the 1980s. So we saw our parents who it was a man and a woman it was the 1980s, so AIDS was a big epidemic. So the gay culture was kind of looked down upon back then because it was if you were gay, you were at risk to getting AIDS, getting diseases, getting STDs. So we, we lived in a culture where you saw a man and a woman. They were together, just the two of them. They raised kids, and then that passed on. And that's just the way life went. That's the way... We all went on. Mm-hmm. So we saw this very strict guideline of how things were supposed to be. Was it ingrained in us? Was it meant to make us say, okay, if it was your mom, you would say, okay, I'm with your dad. We had you. Now you go in a man and go do the same thing. And I don't think they, they never outright said that. No, to me. I'm just saying it the way we saw the, the world. Shaped. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I think that I, when I was growing up, First of all, I've spoken many times about my OCD, and you you mentioned AIDS. I was very much shaped by AIDS. I I, I was under the the thought and the uh, idea that if I was sexually active, I would be highly at risk for AIDS. And it was everywhere when we were younger. It was on the cover of every newspaper. It was, and and for me. I was extremely fearful, irrationally so, of getting I can't believe that. AIDS, of getting no, STDs. No, you were irrationally fearful? But that shaped a lot of my <laughs> sexual exploration when I was younger, unfortunately. I say unfortunately now, and I mean that looking back, 
because it was a very unhealthy way to look at sex that it was a lot of shame involved in my mind and everything. And so you talk about also the idea of monogamy as making it uh, at that time less of a chance to get an STD. Well, that was what I was doing. I was, number one, trying to follow the lead of what my parents would want and what I think the people around me would want. We didn't live in a, in a society or in a place where we could say, I think I'm going to try an open relationship. And people would say, oh, yeah, that's cool. We would have been so shunned and so right. looked at as um, I keep meaning I'm keep trying to find the word like what's the word when you're outcast um, uh, just I can't think of the word right now it's I'm blank I'm blanking but but we would have been we would have had a target on our back for all kinds of uh, scrutiny and it would have been ridiculous well that's what I was saying before because we grew up in the 80s you couldn't be you. You would be shunned, right? As because and I well, I don't know what the eighties has to do with it. I think it's all. I think it's just recently becoming more of an accepted thing. Well, I would keep, say in the last ten to twenty years, the gay culture, the polyamory culture, yeah, but, all these cultures have been being more accepted. But in the eighties, it was fearful because of AIDS, because of you know it. it Right. That's why that's why you that's why they call it coming out of the closet because you had to be in the closet if you were gay because you couldn't come out because you in, in those days you, you you couldn't do it. You had to be you, you were fearful either number one of your life yeah either through STDs or <sighs> people who were just against gays that yeah. you know so that doesn't exist today. Well it does exist. It to the to the extent that it it existed back when we were growing up. So it wasn't even an option where today at least it's an option, thankfully, mm-hmm. that there are options to come out and, and, and depending where you are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's why I was bringing up the eighties when we grew up. Right. And, and, and I can't, I'm not saying that I blame my parents. They didn't know any differently or anything, but I don't think that there were, there was the, as much as I think they're open-minded in some ways, I don't think, think they were open-minded in the sense that had I come to them and ever not that it ever crossed my mind because I didn't even know about it but had I come to them and been like I think I want to try something different here come meet this is my 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 boyfriend and my two girlfriends well they would have I mean of it course would they have been a shit show yeah absolutely but it's a sign of the times yeah, I mean totally I'm saying you, I don't blame them right if you did it today You'd have a different reaction. No, not from my parents. I'd have the same reaction. You think so? Absolutely. Oh, I don't think so. Not, 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 again, not that I think that that makes them bad. No, not at all. I, they're going to love me no matter what. That I do think. And they're going to accept me, I think, no matter what. It would not be just a normal fly by the seat of your pants kind of thing. No, but I think it would be whatever percent better today than it was 30 years ago. I absolutely think so. Oh, Yes, yes. Because things are changing. Society is changing. Things are becoming more okay. And I'm an adult now. I can make whatever fucking choice I want, as opposed to when I was 17 living okay. in our house. Yeah, and- but their reaction, I don't think, is equal to whether you're an adult or you're a child. They're still your parents. So if you were 18 or 40 or whatever age, 
I think if you came to them and said, hey, here's my husband and my two wives, you think their reaction would be the same 20 years later, 30 years later? Uh, I don't know. I think that they that back then they would feel maybe like they had a little more control over it, whereas now how they can't okay. control what I do. But uh, but anyway, I feel I feel like they didn't know any better and didn't know any different. And most people in where we grew up didn't know any different. And even today, I feel like if you and I that that's my that's where I come into the whole well, what about now? What about now? Would, would we ever try a um, non-monogamous situation? And I say to myself that I, it's becoming, non-monogamy is becoming less stigmatized in more progressive parts of the United States. Like when we were in LA, I felt that. But, and, and in the Bay Area, San Francisco, I know it's, it's a lot more accepted and more common also. But where we live, I still feel like it would be highly judged. I still feel like if today... You and I decided, you know what, let's have an open relationship. And other people in our community found out about that. I think some would be cool with it. But for the most part, we would be that couple. Oh, totally. Yeah, we would be that. Hey, oh, my God. Look, you see that couple over there? They're the ones yeah. who have the open but relationship. But it does exist. And, and our kids would have a target on their back, too, because they're, they would have those parents. Yeah. But, you know, it does exist. Sure. Yeah, it's around. So Yeah. And, and on the one hand, I think... I give people so much credit who realize that they need that in their lives and they need that kind of relationship and do it despite the blowback that you get for it. Because I do think that they're living their best life and that's what they need. And I, a little bit to my own, uh, I upset myself when I think to myself, you know, maybe if there wasn't the idea of that I'm going to be um so scrutinized that yeah maybe maybe I don't know Mm -hmm. but that's not the case that and and I worry about our kids and what would happen to them as the kids whose parents are in the open marriage and and what happens to them not having grown up with that being the idea you know the uh the standard or you know being normalized how do they process that in their minds if all of a sudden you and I were like you know kids I think we're going to we're going to try polyamory. We're going to try for an open relationship. Mom's wanted to have she's wanted to experience being with a girl and we I've maybe wanted to be with other women or uh, how at this well, point do you normalize that it, in their minds? Wouldn't that kind of be the start of a th- of a thing? Yeah. A thing. thing. Right? Drink when, everyone who's <laughs> home not driving and who drinks and who Yeah. When your kids see the way you are, and if we were out there and either swinging or having an open relationship where we talk to the kids about it and say, listen, this is okay. It's just as okay as monogamy, but this is a different lifestyle, right? So then they would grow up And thinking, I would say that to them. Absolutely. I would say that to them now. I know that. Right now, whether or not we did it. Of course. Yeah. But if, if we were that way and the kids saw it, just like we saw our parents being monogamous and being just with each other and that's it. If our kids saw us doing what we were doing as normal, then they would be open to, mm, you don't yeah, think so? Yeah, if we had done it from the time they were really young, but we now have a 14-year-old. Well, it could take like two or three generations for them, for, you know, for, to realize like... Or, or that just that if, you, if you're born into that and you grow up with that, 
then it's maybe more normalized. But to all of a sudden, when they've had parents who it, it seems like right, you, are just going to be now, together. Yeah, I'm saying now. As teens. Yeah. You know, preteens, the whole thing. Yeah. Right. So I just feel like that would be a lot for them to process. And I feel personally that it would be unfair to do to them at this point. Um, I don't I don't think it would be unfair. I think it would be confusing. Right. But not unfair. Here they are trying to figure out their own sexuality and everything. And then they're like, I'm going to throw this on you on top of it. Here's what dad and I are trying. And we're going, you know, we're changing our entire lifestyle. Uh, And I just, I I don't know. I feel like it would be a little bit, uh, it could make it harder for them. Okay. I I don't know. I I don't think as much as you're saying. No. No. I don't know. Okay. I have a couple of reasons here that would be um, good to be monogamous, reasons that you should be monogamous. I don't know if you I have any of that. I think we should take a break first, and then we'll yeah. get back and do, yeah. Okay. We'll yeah, sure. I have reasons. Okay. Yeah. Be right back. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, reasons to be monogamous. Monogamous. Monogamous? Did I say that? Monogamous. Monogamous. Is monogamous like <laughs> bonerogamous? Oh, boy. All right. Reasons to be monogamous. I have a few. Did you have some? I have, yeah. Uh, yours are probably science-based and mine are just All right. not. What's your first one? Oh, my first? Yeah. I, my whole thing with just being monogamous at this point, it's all based on the fact that this is where we live and it's easier in some sense, which is a fucking cop-out excuse and a terrible excuse. And I, I hate that I'm even saying that. Because uh, it's the norm. Because it's the norm yeah. and because I, I I don't know how I feel about, again, I, I don't know how I feel about at this point saying to my kids, this is something we're going to try. And uh, yes, it's easier. It's sure. easier yeah. in a sense. Uh, but there are reason, reasons why it's harder and we'll get to that. But also, I... I like that it's me and you at the end of the day. I yes. like the feeling of that. I I do. I like that well, at the that's end of the one day, thing that we share with each other that is what? If you're non-monogamous, at the end of the day, it's me and you, right? During the day, during the night, whatever it is, however it works, it's not. But when you come home, you come home to me and you. Right, like you're saying, if you have an open marriage yes. and we have an agreement that one of Correct. we can go out if we want. And like, I love you, you love me, we go out and have fun, but we come home to each other. Oh, you're saying even if we have an open relationship. Yes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There, I don't think there are a lot of famous couples out there coming out as having an open marriage. But there's one very open, I'm, I'm sure there are more than, I'm not just saying this is the one, but one that I love, and I'm, I like the show Younger uh, on TV. I don't know if there are any younger fans out there with uh, Hilary Duff. And um, one, of the, one of the actors on there, Nico Tortorella, I always mess up his name, 
he and his, I don't know if it's his wife, I don't know if they're married, Bethany Myers, the two of them, I follow them both on Instagram. I really love them both. They're both, they just have such a, um, an understanding of who they are and they're so open about everything. So they're, I think they're married or they're life partners. I don't know which it is and I don't want to give the wrong information, but the two of them, basically they always come back to each other. So they both travel for work and everything. And their whole thing is when they're gone from each other, they can do whatever they want. So they have other partners. Uh, I believe, I think they're both um, uh, non-binary. So they go by they, them. And when they go out, so I don't know if, I think they're both bisexual. And they go out and they have their own lives when they're away from each other I think they, they obviously still keep in touch and everything but they always come back to each other they always that's their right. hub, that's their home what base. I was saying before okay but you were ta- we were talking about monogamy and you were talking about that in that we come back to each other yeah. when you come back to each other that's not being monogamous you're in an open marriage okay yeah. Uh, all right. I was saying from both points of views, but right. okay. Well, but that, but that's that is what an open marriage can be. That you come back and you have this one central, right. gra- you know, grounded relationship, and all the others are these external relationships that you have when you're not together. And that's what they do, and they're really open and honest about it. I mean, they post. He'll be posting pictures of him with other people, and. There, I'm sure that they have, they must have such an intense communication about it all because you have to in order to have that yeah, trust and everything. Absolutely. As long as there's no defiance of trust and there's no jealousy involved, that's how this whole non-monogamy. Well, they'll thing they'll works. tell you about open open relationships. There is jealousy involved, but you learn to control that jealousy and you learn how to uh, how to manage it. Okay, but that's is not what natural. it's about. What does that mean? Okay, jealousy we, is a na- is a it, right. What? So if you're na- if you're naturally jealous course, about, I th- I don't think in an open marriage. I don't. Th- I think it's. I think that they'll say that there there's jealousy involved. It's about can you manage it or not? Are you do you have the ability to compartmentalize or to uh, healthily deal with that jealousy? Okay. And, and that's part of an open marriage. Sure, you might be, doesn't, I think it's natural that your partner goes out and is with somebody else and you have a little bit of jealousy or maybe a lot of jealousy, but you can, if you can keep it in check, that's what people in an open marriage or in these polyamorous relationships are able to do. And they'll say that there is a certain kind of person who can be polyamorous or can be in an open marriage. And the person who gets insanely jealous and can't control that jealousy probably does not belong in an open relationship. But if you're, I know you're saying you're naturally jealous. Maybe some people aren't. But maybe. Are those maybe, the people but that I think should jealousy be? can be a little bit healthy in a relationship. You think so? I do Why to is a that? degree. Like I'll say, sometimes... Uh, I, I I said it, I think, in one of the episodes from when we were in L.A. Uh, well, oh, the friendship with when we were talking to Jody and Celia. And I said a little bit with the, with the opposite sex. Uh, if I had a guy friend and you were like, oh, yeah, just go. Go ahead. Go out with them. I'd sort of be like, really? That's it? Like a little bit. If you, your jealousy of me going out with another guy as a friend, I kind of 
I like that a little bit. That little bit of jealousy shows that you are you you want me, you desire me, you care what I'm doing. But I think the difference in an open marriage is that people learn because of the communication and because of the trust and because of I think just innately maybe who you are as a human being that how to control that jealousy and how to keep it in check and not let it get the best of you. And that's the difference. Okay, but if you if you are innately jealous, can you control it properly? Like is it okay to control that? I I would think that if you're the type of person who has no jealousy, then Does that person exists. I mean, I know people say I'm not a jealous person, but is there anybody who really is never jealous? I don't know. Right. I mean, it's it's hard to think about because we're not that way. I don't know if I could say, yeah, go out and do your thing. I'll go out and do my thing. Then we'll come back together. There'd be too much jealousy. Well, yeah, that 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 is, that I can't control it. That I feel like with you, I do feel like I think some people. I think you are a very monogamous person. Yeah, I do. Why? I Thank think you. you're more monogamous than I am. Really? Yeah, I think that I like. I think that I probably could. If everything, if all, if everything would were to line up and I knew that my kids would be fine with it and there wouldn't be a ton that it, we would have to deal with the ramifications from it and everything, uh, maybe at some point I would say, yeah, let's, let's do it. I completely disagree. I don't. I think for, I think for, the, I, I had this for later, but I think for the time and like at the moment, we would both be like, all right, let's do this. It's going to be fun. It's exciting. And then the next day, you would be the one that would be like, fuck you. No way. I can't do this. If I did it too? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think you could come back to normal. Uh, I don't know about that. Really? Yeah, I don't know about that. Wow. But, but... I will say that we always talk about whether or not you cheated that time. And no, I don't think that you did. I don't think you have ever cheated. But if I found out that you did, I would 100% be like, okay, see you tomorrow. Well, that's completely different. But what I'm saying is... That's, that's being unfaithful. That's, that's I lying. I know. That's, what I'm saying is that I would go out then and probably do the same. I'm not saying that's the healthiest way to do it, but I sort of feel like you got to hear you got to have an experience like that. Okay, I want to have an experience like that too. And maybe, just maybe, I don't know, maybe it would make it worse, but maybe it would also be like, okay, now we're even again. Wow. Okay, so if I came to you and said, hey, look, I cheated on you, your response would be like... Now? Yeah. Now if you said I cheated on you... I'm done. That's what I thought. Okay. Right. That's what I would think. No, I, I think that back when when we were discussing everything, I think maybe when I said to you, okay, t- tell me now, this is the time to okay, tell me. Okay, so if today, if tonight I went out and I met a girl and I had sex and I came home and tomorrow I told you, I came clean. Bye. You go bye. Bye. Wait, but you just said. Because just fucking come to me beforehand and be like, I want to go have sex with someone. Let's talk about it. <laughs> what? I'm serious. So I could say to you, all right, listen, I, I want to go out and have fun tonight. I want to meet a girl. The result would be far better Wait, than if you came response, to me after. What would your response to me be if I said that to I'd you? I'd be like, I want to have sex with a girl too. 
Oh. Now it together. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. No, I, I think it could be a discussion. I do. I, w- I, I think it could be a discussion. I don't think that certainly you coming to me the next day at this point, had you said that to me 15 years ago or 10 years ago, fuck that. I was not open-minded and ready for that. That would have been a completely different scenario. But now I feel like it would be a conversation. I'm ready for that conversation. I was not ready for that conversation 10 or 15 years ago. I was not at the same place. I, I, I've changed since then. And my, my beliefs and my, my ideas about things have changed, but, but certainly come to me before, not after. Come to you before and say, Hey, I want this girl. I want to go out. I want to have a date. A date? Or whatever. I want to go fuck this girl. You'd be right. like, okay, let's no, talk about no, it. Yeah, I would I would want to talk about I'm not saying it would be like a, okay, let's talk about it. It might be a, what the fuck, but let's talk about it. Interesting. Because I don't feel that way. It would probably start as a, what the fuck. Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even. You don't feel think. like that if it was a guy or if it was a guy or a girl. You? Yeah. I would be like, okay, then go do your thing and. I'll see you when I see you. I'll see you when I pick up the kids next time yeah. for visitation. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Really? Like, why? What? Like, what do you? I almost kind of get, like, if you're like, I want to try this lesbian experience kind of thing. Right. Well, that's what it would be. I'm, I'm never going to come to you and be like, I want to have sex with another guy. Yeah. Not, I shouldn't say never. If I meet someone incredible and I feel like. What's incredible? I don't know. If oh. someone, like, blows me off. My, or sweeps me off my feet. Blows you off. Blows me <laughs> off my feet. Sweeps me off my feet. No, I don't know. I don't want to say never because I don't know. But m- more likely, it's about experience for me and having different experiences at this point in my life. So that yeah. would be the only thing. Yeah, I think if you came to me and was like, um, I, I met this guy. I'm gonna We're going to go out tonight. I'd be like, fuck you. See you later. We'll talk and split the kids. No way. Really? You would yes. be that close-minded. For a guy, yes. Oh, for a guy. For a okay. girl, not so much. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but well, I did ask you something about that, right? I did ask you. Um, hold on. What was the thing? That well, I asked do you, you think that monogamy was? I'm going back to this first question of if it's a social construct or you know innate within us. Was it created at some point, like to keep order in a society? Probably. What do you think? Yeah, I do. I think probably that it has a lot to do with order. And um, I kind of do. Like, I feel like where are these cogs in a you know wheel where it's like. I don't know what a cog is, but keep going. <laughs> you didn't see uh, the Jetsons? I mean, I've seen the Jetsons. Right. What was his name? Uh, it was Spacely Sprockets and something. Poor cogs. Jane. Jane probably wants to have a lesbian experience because she's so much hotter than George. <laughs> well, first of all, it was like 2050. In the 1950s, and it was still like the man working in the woman home, and like right, you know what I mean? right, like, yeah, right, and like the the biggest thing was the the most uh, futuristic thing was that there was they didn't have to walk to get across the house. They yeah. could like go on a. Yeah, uh, it was the Flintstones, but in the future. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I'm watching a show now. I watch The Affair, and they're the last. It's the last season. It, the daughter is grown up. It's like 40 years from now. But the 40 years, whoever wrote it, it's like ridiculous, the stuff that's happening in the future, that it looks like it should be 400 years in the future. Oh, really? Yeah. Like they did a, I think they did a really bad job. 
right. Again, wait. I'm no scientist. What were we talking about? We were talking about uh, if order with if it sets order. In yeah. So we're like cogs in a wheel. We're in this society where it's like man, woman, kids in a house, and then you look. It's house, 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 oh, house, sure. house. Family, 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 family. Work, work, right. work. But like it's all just to keep things going and to yeah. keep things in well, isn't order. Isn't that the Western culture? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I would never be able to design a society, but I would imagine that, yeah, you, if you keep people in this controlled environment, then you're, the results that you're looking for are going, you know, if you're... It's almost like a Twilight Zone episode. Right, like you know? we're living a Twilight Zone yeah. episode. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit that it is, it is scary how controlled we are by it all because a lot of the decisions that I do make are, oh my God, am I going to be shunned in society? Right. It's scary. You've got this husband. You've got these kids. I got to do everything mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. I got this house. I have to have this car. I mm-hmm. have to go to school. They yeah, have to, you know, like everything. It's has weird to be that so in none in of order. the uh, Black Mirror episodes, yeah, there's no pol- like people are still in regular like monogamous relationships. What the fuck happened to Black Mirror? Uh, the fourth season got a very good review. We must be really? idiots. Yes, the fourth season got a very All good right, review. Black Mirror. If anybody has not seen the Black Mirror, it's the in my, black my opinion, one of the greatest shows ever made. You're welcome. You told me? What? Yes. I have told you right. about every good show. Seasons you've ever one, watched. two, and three, right? So four is the most recent. We hated them. Yeah, hated them. Well, I liked Miley Cyrus. I do like Miley Cyrus. But I, it was too uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. bad. Yeah, but was but bad. anyway, it's just interesting that, that, that their uh their relationships are still sort of uh all based on monogamy and everything in that futuristic show but uh yeah it's all it has to be all about keeping people in the way that we want to be kept and let's come back because i want to talk about a question that i asked you that i think is really interesting and i'm very interested to know your answer oh no yeah yep wait you asked me already yes you you should have answered it oh I hope all right so. yeah right. we'll come back <laughs> back Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, you had a question for me, and oh yeah, so I oh, asked wait. you if you could have a sexual experience with someone else while we were married and come back, and everything between us would be a hundred percent the same. Would you do it? Like, let's say it's a parallel universe. You could oh. go out. Okay, if it's a parallel. Did universe. Did you not answer this? I did. Oh, so then why are you acting like you never heard the fucking question before? No, I'm looking through my but. It, all right, it's a parallel universe. Okay, fine. Okay. I just know that for you, you'd be like, oh, I would never. In a parallel universe, I'm me, but I'm not really me. Okay. It's like another version of fine, me. Fine, I understand. So I'd be like, go ahead, go do whatever the okay, fuck so, you want. Okay, <laughs> so what? So go ahead. So would you do it? It's, uh, you come back, you can tell me about it or not tell me about it. Everything between us would be 100% the same. Would you do it? If it was a parallel universe, mm. uh, okay, fine. So I think for... Us, you and I, <laughs> it's a touchy subject because like I said before, I think it would be fun in the moment. I think we could both 
go out and do this. But the next day, I think would be a disaster. Okay, that's not the question. Okay, I know, but I'm struggling with answering the question because I know reality. I know us. I know how it would be. This question relates to every question that you ask me. I, yes, yes, of course I would. And I think, oh, of and, course. Yes. I didn't know if you were going to answer like that. Yes, of course I would. Only what because. The fu- no, I'm just yeah, kidding. I know. <laughs> There's nothing that I think I'm missing from you. There's nothing. I, I don't have a fantasy that I think you would never fulfill. There's nothing I would say to you, hey, let's try this, and you wouldn't do it. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, we tried it, did it, right, it's done, right. not happening. Um, you fucked that up. <laughs> Go ahead. There's nothing that I'm missing. The only thing that I think is exciting to people who are non-monogamous is the excitement of other people. And I see that. I get that. It's not just about excitement. There's way more you get from being with other people than just excitement. Well... Don't don't try to pretend to understand what they're thinking when they're not. Well, no, I'm not. Sexually, there's nothing that I'm looking for that I can't get from you. The only thing would be is a different person. Right. It's not. But you're 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 excluding it to just sex. These connections are more are about way more than sex. Oh, I don't want more connections. Right. Yeah. I don't want that. Okay, no. that I know. No, this is sexual. But this but is completely polyamory or non-monogamy or open marriage. Yes, is it about sex? Sure, in a lot of cases, I'm sure it is. But it's also about connection and experiences, and 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 a little bit. I think there are people out there who they want to try and explore certain things, and their partner can't give that to them. So then, what do you do? Well, that's you, what when, I'm saying. If you if we live one fucking life, like if you're not Shirley MacLaine and you don't believe in multiple lives, you live one life. Isn't that? And is, are you okay with saying never, never? I will never. To me, it's it's purely sexual because I'm not looking for an emotional, an emotional right? You that's know, true. Contact. That's different. I'm not yeah. Looking, so for yeah, so. Sexually, there's nothing that I, I could think of that I need that you can't give me or provide for me or, you know, are not willing mm-hmm. to do. The only thing is it being another person. Is it the excitement of a different person or mm-hmm. the naughtiness of I'm married and it's another person? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's those kinds of things like I'm being bad. I'm doing the wrong thing. I'm Well, for me a little bit, it would just be. Okay, well, before we got, we've spoken about this before. Well, before, for you, it's trying things that I can't give you. Okay, but even more than that, that we've spoken about before, that you, if we're gonna, if we're gonna, if we're going to uh, break it down to sex, okay, into sexual experiences, which I think it's about more than that. Although for my friends, I can get emotional connection. I don't need to go out and have a right an affair to have my friends give me like. Real emotional connection. Yeah, you can go out with your girlfriend to get Absolutely. something I cannot give you. Totally. Yes. Right. And that's not cheating, although there are times when I think I have felt more connected to them than I have to you. But Fine. I have not just not gotten sexual to them with them. Um, but we've spoken uh, before about the fact that you, before we got married or before we even got together, you had a lot of sexual partners. Now, do I think they were all amazing sexual experiences? No, I don't. Right. Of course not. But... But you did have a lot of sexual partners. 
how many average what's the average number of sexual partners you think a person has in their lifetime sex oh you're pretty good I am uh, it, people's average sex number varies from, obviously from country to country. Uh, in a survey by Refinery29, they took 2,000 adults in the U.S. and Europe and found that people in the U.S. had an average of 7.2 sexual partners in their lifetimes, while people in the U.K. had an average of seven partners. So same kind of thing. I have had two sexual partners in my life. And the first one was literally just to, to lose have my sex. virginity. Yeah. So a little bit, I, we got married when we were 24. We were together when we were 21. I don't remember exactly, but, uh, I have had two sexual partners. So a little bit, I'm sort of just pissed at myself that I didn't have those other experiences before. And it's the same thing. I was living in New York city. I had OCD. I was worried about my mental state. If I went out and and explored and did all these things, I no longer feel like that. I am. I no longer would be held back by fear and OCD and all that stuff. I've dealt with it all. So I'm at a different time in my life. But for me, a little bit, it's just like, what the fuck? Why did I settle down so early and get married so early before I did all this shit? Well, why didn't you say that in the beginning? Because I didn't know. Damn. Because my entire focus in life was to settle down and do exactly what I was supposed to do. So you're admitting that you are wrong to I'm force admitting, me into early, early marriage. Fucking A. I forced <laughs> you into early marriage. Yeah. Uh, well, you're saying the same thing as me, that it's purely sexual. It's purely with a different I, person. No, I said if, it, if we're breaking it down to be about sex. Then yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, at this point in my life, I will be honest, and I'm, I've said it a gazillion times. I'm... The, one of the experiences that I, and I was just listening to a podcast and I can't remember which it was. And the woman was like, uh, of course, a lot of women at this point in their life are looking for, uh, a, you know, a same sex relationship because every, we're all like, we don't want, we don't want to deal with more of this shit. Well, we've dealt with this, I think, in the recent past. I think we were maybe like 5% into the idea of a swinging relationship kind of thing i don't want it to be swinging swinging do you know what swinging is yeah of course Wait, you go to as, a party, as a couple you guess yes. it's a it's dr chef who was on our polyamory she wrote the polyamorous next door she was on i think in february if you haven't listened to the episode it's it's interesting she says that you can equate swinging to something it's a ho- it's something you do once in a while it's a hobby it's not a lifestyle yeah, it's for fun it's a hobby yeah yeah it's not something that defines you as a person it's a it's a it's a hobby polyamory open marriage is a lifestyle yeah i think that we didn't explore polyamory i think we explored the idea five percent the idea of swinging maybe who did you don't think so when did we explore that i thought you did I thought you had, you had the idea in your head that maybe we would try something. Swinging with another couple? Yeah. I have no interest in that whatsoever. Oh, I thought you did. None. Zero. I don't even remember exploring it. Oh, okay. I no you, interest. I thought you did. No, no interest in other couples. That doesn't, that, I think that's the beautiful thing about that's open just marriage is that you can both decide what you want to do and whatever your specific, there's a lot of ways to go with it, but you're communicating at it, about it. And open marriages, like I said before, are known to have amazing communication. There's, there's no, you wake up the next day and I'm not going to say no, I'm sure it happens, but 
you wake up the next day thinking, I feel like my husband is cheating on me or I don't know where he was or who he was with or you have to be very open and communicative in your marriage or in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, there's definitely benefits to it. And and if our kids one day come to us, and I think our kids are going to be a lot more progressive than we were, but if they one day come to us, I, I'll get it. I'll be like, I understand why you want to do that. And that'll be a whole conversation I want to have with them also because it's a big decision, but I, you know, I get it. Whereas I don't think my parents would get it even a little. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we should take this over to a Patreon episode because I have more stuff, but we're getting long. So this yeah, is going to be, I think we're, yeah, I, I think, think we're this is going to be our here. first episode. Uh, I have more stuff that I want to talk about as far as uh, why women are more going to lesbian relationships later in life. I have stats. Okay. Yeah. Save so it. Um, I think we need to go into a Patreon episode. If you head over to... So head over to patreon.com slash martinis. That's where we are for exclusive content, including the rest of this episode. And, and we're going to start videotaping our episodes and putting it up there. Videotaping? Videotaping. Wow. Yes. Yeah, like you have the big camcorder on your shoulder. I thought you got a big camcorder for it. <laughs> With the big like VHS tape and mm-hmm. you put it in, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that reminds me of my grandfather. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah, so head over there now um, and you can get the rest of this episode there Patreon. no it's, it's an extra episode right well it's the and we're also going to put uh an episode of us from when we were in la and our experience yes in LA. more episodes there yeah we have lots of ideas over there so if you really want to keep the potty going potty <laughs> the potty going is that a thing potty potty all right then head over to patreon.com slash marriage and martinis and what is the cost the cost is oh shit for you don't know shit for just three quarters baby <laughs> he does three quarters <laughs> research on everything I'm right here oh all right that. for just the price of one beer for five dollars five dollar for five dollars yeah a month uh huh you get more of us you get bonus shit you get the extended episodes mm-hmm. you get the no ads mm-hmm. you get video. You get uh, bloopers, which if this is not blooper enough, right? We we, we got us some more bloopers. Every episode, I'm always like, I wish we I wish we had saved the shit that we yes. had. We're gonna start doing that. Yeah, there's so much you have not heard that you're gonna only hear on Patreon. So go over to Patreon.com/slash/MarriageMartinis right now, sign up, and you'll get more of us. Okay. If you want more. Yay! I'm excited yeah, about it. It's really cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. And thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, we love you. All right. Bye.